Well, hello, good evening, and welcome to the Weditors. Um, we are the WeddingParty.com, so we are the um, the online planning platform, which is a holistic planning platform, which is really, really um, important to our heart. And, and and what we've got today is we've put producer Craig on the spot. We have, we have. <laughs> I'm on the wrong side of the mic this time. You're on the right <laughs> side of the mic. You're yeah. always on the right I, side yeah, of the I mic. Know. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so uh, we are uh, an online wedding planning platform that is holistic and uh, there's, we have a lot of experience between us all, don't we? It's, well, yeah, we do, for sure. Because I know last time you came on, yours actually was one of the most popular ones of the last season. I can't believe that. I don't know why that would be. But... It's because you sang to me, <laughs> well, you know. Oh, maybe that, maybe yeah. that was what it was. <laughs> um, so, so... Craig, just give us a little bit of a recap about who you are and what it is that you do. Okay, so Craig Elliott, wedding pianist, but I also have band options and DJ options. So Mm -hmm. it's a bit of everything, sax players, all that kind of stuff as well. So, um, yeah, I basically, wedding industry-wise, I'm going to say this is probably around my 18th to 19th year in the wedding industry, something like that. Um, So I've done it a long time, so, you know... There's definitely more than a, I don't know, one to two thousand ceremonies under mm-hmm. my belt. So hopefully uh, I've got enough experience now to give people the right advice mm-hmm. on song choices and playlists and all that kind of thing. Because yeah. I know the first time you came on, we spoke a little bit about um, where you can incorporate music yeah. during your day. So we spoke a, a lot about um, that kind of lounge background, gentle, soft... Yeah. Um, to prevent any lulls, I suppose, in atmosphere during the day. So we ch- we chatted about that. For sure, that. we did, yeah. And then we spoke about, um, on the next podcast that we did together, we spoke about the uh, the first dance. Oh, and yeah. how how <laughs> the first dance... Um, can impact on um, impact on what you do, and I think that's something we've seen a massive growth in the industry of the yeah. the production of the first dance. Oh yeah, we? it can be anything from just a gentle sway for people that don't really want to dance, and mm-hmm. right up to a, a a choreographed production involving bridesmaids. I and know. Groomsmen. Yeah. So do you it, know I saw yeah. one from? Um, I think it was the the Jets cheerleaders did it. Right. You know, the American cheerleader. So she she was like the lead chair and she was getting married. So she got all of the bridesmaids with with it. It was absolutely out of this world. I can imagine. It was out of this world. Um, But one of the things, one of the other things that I wanted to talk about with you is playlists. Right. So can you develop, what do you think is... um, is important to develop on when you when you're planning your wedding day and you're looking at yeah. you know what kind of music you're going to have yeah, um, as the, sure. as the as the day turns to night I suppose right okay so i mean i guess if we take it right from the the start of the day the first thing that generally happens is the ceremony mm-hmm. as as most people would know there is a slight amount of time before the ceremony starts um but, I know you talked about having like significant songs in that uh, moment, didn't you? Like, oh, oh, of course, for the ceremony, <clears throat> yeah, it's all about you know ha- choosing the most special songs and the ones that are. And obviously, if you listen to the previous podcasts, I probably spoke about the song choices and what you should do. So I won't go into detail on that. But the ceremony, in terms of a playlist, whether that's played by a live musician or it's just recorded music, mm-hmm. is that's the one bit of the day where I say you've got to just choose what's right for you Mm -hmm. that's the one bit where it's like it is all about you so um 
yeah, it, it's like choosing something nice to walk down the aisle to. Um, generally, I'd always recommend like a love song or something, but, you know, everybody's different. You know, mm-hmm. I've played Guns N' Roses down the aisle for people on piano. You know, it's so that's that that bit, it, yeah, is it's as simple as just choose what songs mean the most to, to, to you both, basically. So um, that's kind of self-explanatory. There's a bit of time during the signing of the register where music can happen, whether that was be from mm-hmm. me or from recordings. So anyway, so the next thing that would happen would be the drinks reception. Now, mm-hmm. that is a kind of... That's a bit where I would say definitely think about songs that are suitable for yourselves mm-hmm. as a couple. But... Bear in mind that that's the one point in the day where, as a couple, you're going to be dragged left, right and centre. You're going to be mm-hmm. pulled by the photographer for so many different photo scenarios. Everybody's want to congratulate you after the ceremony's happened, so people want to talk to you. So if, if all the parts of the day... I would say this bit is actually as much about the guests and keeping them entertained mm-hmm. as much as keeping yourselves entertained because most of the time the feedback I get is, oh, God, I, you know, it was the music was really nice, but I, I didn't even kind of hear some of the songs because I was just so busy. So that bit of the day I'm saying, yeah, think about your guests. So mm-hmm. when choosing a playlist, you want it to relate to yourselves as people if you're kind of indie rock fans or whatever, by all means, go down that route. But bear in mind, you're going to have elderly guests there. Most likely you're going to have kids um, and everything but you can do that. So as, as, as a pianist, you can do that, can't you? Oh, you yeah. can incorporate that into the beautiful tinkling of the of course you of can. the ivory, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, I mean, but, but this will, of course, relate to... This bit of advice that I'm giving here would relate to any musician, I suppose. But yeah, me, me personally, you know, like I say, if they were Guns N' Roses fans or they, or they just like the Beatles or whatever, um, it'll be piano versions all the way and that, through, that, you know. that kind of... I think that kind of appeals to different age ranges, doesn't it? Well, it does. Automatically. Automatically, for sure, yeah, because the, the, the elderly guests tend to really love the piano, but and they'll love that no matter what I'm playing, but, of course... Teenage dirtbag. Yeah, exactly. But, I could, <laughs> you know, exactly, you could make a nice teenage dirtbag version on piano, and mm. they probably wouldn't necessarily know what song I was playing, but it would sound nice. Mm. So, so, um, so yeah, the, the drinks That's reception. actually a really, a really good piece of, piece of advice, that, that actually any song... Yeah. Can sound different. For sure, yeah. If you're having it done on piano, yeah, it's it's going to be an acoustic piano cover version. I suppose you, you know that's what if you were if you were going to look on YouTube for something, that's probably what you'd type in. Um, mm. You know, piano cover, teenage dirtbag or whatever. So mm. so that would be the sound of the the kind of the drink. Show me age there, aren't I? Yeah. Oh, not at all. No, it, <laughs> it, it, it's a tune. Um, but yeah, so that's the drink reception. Now the wedding breakfast. The approach is completely different for mm-hmm. for your playlist because that is one point where you're back in the room, mm-hmm. your attention is back on sort of everybody. But of course, you can only speak to a certain amount of people because you're going to be sat at maybe the top table or mm-hmm. whatnot. So anyway, um, that bit is again, it's about your guests. But this would be the point. So basically, if people give me a bunch of requests for the day and mm-hmm. their favorite bands and singers. I will generally hold them back during the drinks reception because I just know that they're going to be wasted mm-hmm. um, in terms of the bride and groom or, or the couple as such um, hearing hearing them. So for the wedding breakfast, that's when I'm ho- I'm holding all the good ones mm-hmm. back because I and I'll I'll time it 
generally. So when, say, the main course goes down, all of a sudden the room becomes quite silent because people start eating. Mm -hmm. And that's the time when I make sure those special requests get played because, Mm -hmm. and then I can see from the top table all of a sudden, you know, the couple look up and they look over to me. Oh yeah, it's this one. We love this one. So I always try and sort of hold those things back. So yeah, playlist, whether that's me or just a Spotify playlist that you're plugging in during the venue, get your special ones in then, but also just bear in mind you've got, a lot of guests with varied tastes in music. So I'd say, you know, you you do, ha- as much as it is your day, it is nice for everybody to um, even have a little input. You know, some sometimes people will drop an email out to everybody before the big day, you know, a couple of months before and say, if there's any songs anybody wants to hear, send them over. And people will just send me a list. And of course, you know, You can't necessarily play absolutely everything, but it builds a nice picture for me Mm -hmm. of what people are going to like. Um, See, I love that with with bands. Yes. Obviously, musicians, I think, particularly such as yourself, who can just listen to something and play it. Yeah. I know that's the way you were taught, but, (laughs) um, but, you know, bands, I think, have such a a really good option um, and repertoire of things that they can change yeah like if you if you if you listen to um for example some country musicians singing heavy duty metal yeah it sounds so different the tune's the same but it as a musician you're talented enough to be able to change the change it contextually aren't you of course yeah you can manipulate the song to yeah exactly however you want to play it you know you could do a reggae version of sweet child of mine or you could do like a a power ballad version of an ed Ed sheeran song or a julipa song so yeah it, it can all be adjusted and but yeah so it just it obviously choosing your playlist does depend on on what you're having from your entertainment. If it's a band, mm-hmm. there's scope to mess with this. Not all bands will do that. Some bands are, are just a, a general function yeah, yeah. band and stick to their playlist and that's that. Um, our approach as a band has always been, you know, to try and accommodate the requests as much as possible. And, for example, we have, like, one lineup called the Modern Vintage Swing Band and that's basically vintage retro versions of pop songs so Mm -hmm. people you know i I suppose think of that as the gatsby kind of vibe Mm -hmm. or the roaring 20s kind of idea so some people want that big for the earlier part of the evening to to create that atmosphere so we are doing exactly that you know bon jovi living on a prayer but done in a swing style you know Mm -hmm. a bit like um postmodern jukebox is quite a famous band that that do that yeah. as well um but we did it before them that's <laughs> let, let me get that <laughs> in there. just saying yeah, yeah just saying um but yeah exactly so that's the beauty you can manipulate the music if you have a band but at the same time if you know you only want a dj or budget only stretches to a dj or whatever well then that's absolutely fine you're still going to have an incredible night you've just got to make sure you i guess my advice with a dj would be as much as you want to get your own music in mm-hmm. there, it is definitely worth remembering, like I say, about the guests. Because mm-hmm. me being on the other side of things, it's it's always about 
pleasing the couple, of course, mm-hmm. that comes first and foremost. But at the same time, you're always going to have guests approaching the band or approaching the DJ saying, mm, Can you play we've had this? indie rock all night, can we not have something else for a little while? And that's what I'd always say to 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 when you're choosing your playlist is, yeah, definitely just consider your other guests. It doesn't have to be all night. But, um, you know, it might be best to not just stick to one genre of music for an entire night, you know. And Do you know one of the best ones I ever went to was um, a traditional Kaylee? Yeah. The Kaylee bands are amazing. Yes, like, they such are. Such high yeah. energy. It is, yeah. And the, you know, the dancing that comes comes along with yeah. that. The dance floor was packed yeah. all night. Yeah. They, all yeah. night. It was exactly. so much fun. But there are so many different options, aren't there? I mean, oh, it's endless. Yeah, there's, there is, there is exactly that. So, um, yeah, it's just about getting a bit of a mix for everybody, yeah. but just making sure that it is still the soundtrack to your day, of course. You know, so mm-hmm. get your own stuff in there. But, yeah. I must admit, I think every every function that I've ever been to that has uh, some kind of DJ on. Yeah, they all seem to finish with New York, New York. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. That's a that's a yeah. It's definitely a, a, a throwback thing. That's an old school. Um, you hear that start spreading? I know the, that. Yeah, and you get your high kick on. You do the walk to the dance floor. I get your know. high kick on. You know, you hit Great yeah, Auntie yeah. Mary with your stiletto flying across the room. Yeah, it tends to not happen as much anymore. But yeah, there was definitely a period where that would happen a lot. But. Um, yeah, there's other uh, yeah final songs of the night. There's a lot, you know. Some some DJs will play. Um, what am I thinking of now? Uh, well, it, don't look back in anger if they're always anything that's a bit of a sing along. Hey Jude by the Beatles. Yeah. Um, that's, don't that's stop believing. Journey. One of my favourite songs of all time. Oh, hey there Jude. you go. Well, that one always works at the end of the night as well. But again, it completely depends on. If some of your elderly guests have gone home at that point, which is always mm-hmm. a possibility, and the dance floor's full of kind of people who are between the ages of 18 and 40 or whatnot, and it's become more of a, a clubby vibe, well, then you don't want to finish on New York, New York, because it's just going to completely detract from the the, the, the way that the DJ has mm-hmm. kind of built. And it's worth remembering as well that, the, you know, most DJs are seasoned professionals, so mm-hmm. it's definitely still worth letting them read the dance floor mm-hmm. and not kind of like I say yeah soundtrack to your day is important and it's got to sound like you and it's got to um relate to the type of music you want but at the same time I'd always advise people you know it is definitely worth letting the professionals read the dance floor and maybe take a few requests and things mm-hmm. because it will just mean that your guests will come back a couple of days later and say, oh, what a night that was. And, mm. you know, I, I got one of my songs played and whatnot. So, yeah, it's I think it is about pleasing everybody from a playlist point of view. Mm. That's my bit of advice, I say. Is yeah. there one that you think would please every generation? Is there one song? One song? Wow. That's a really, um, really difficult question. Every gener- uh, right. Um, well, I guess timeline-wise, it would have to be... To please everybody there, um, I don't know. Do you know what I would? If it, if it's like a dance floor filler or something like that, I mean, I've played it so many times, and some people will hate it because it's been overplayed. But the one song that a lot of people ask for would be something like Mr. Brightside. Yeah, because it's, um, a, it's a Bobby Dazzler that one, it isn't is it? Because all ages seem to, you know, they they know it. Um, mm. So that's one that does get kind of played a lot. Um, 
Yeah, um, I think some I think some of the older swing songs as well, well are yeah. really popular with the with your Gen Zs, your Gen Xs, your Gen Ys. Yeah, d- definitely. You know, there's there's always going to be classic jazz swing numbers like Mac the Knife that mm-hmm. everybody kind of knows. Some of the younger guests might not know it, but then at the same time, I suppose actually I'd pick on like Oasis again as being a. Yeah, they're quite a multi-generational. Oh, for sure they they are, because there's that resurgence of kind of a lot of sort of 20-year-olds that I speak to now and and younger. They're like wearing Oasis T-shirts again Mm. and and they're listening to it and they're getting it the second time round now. So so definitely someone like Oasis, that will always go down well. Um, Well, we we had this conversation, didn't we, at the wedding fair because... um, my daughter's lullaby that I used to sing to her was a Stone Roses song. Oh yeah, of course, Sally Cinnamon. Sally Cinnamon. Um, yeah. But obviously, I used to change change it to her name because yes. it, fit, it fit in beautifully. Yeah. But that's kind of given her a love for that era of yeah. of music from yeah. being, you know, knee high to a grasshopper. Yeah. She was she was listening to that music yeah. in the background with me, and I, I think I'm kind of stuck in that that decade, <laughs> the nineties. Really, I'm stuck in the nineties. Yeah. Um. And actually, some some of the late eighties stuff, you know. Yeah, for sure. And I think people do get they get stuck in a musical era, don't they? Of course they do, and that's there's there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like I say, when you're choosing your playlists, it it should be predominantly your era. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Your wedding day. Um, so it could be that you fill half of your playlist with your decade, your um, thing, um, and then maybe fill the other half with something that you still like, mm-hmm. but but that might have a couple of j- old jazz swing numbers mm-hmm. in, and, and it might have a bit of Michael Bublé because it appeals to a lot mm-hmm. of people, especially during the sit-down meal. It's, it's the type of music that's going to sit in the background, not be too intrusive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. That that's that's it really with playlists. It's it's just finding a balance. And there's there's different ways that you can host those, aren't there? So you you mentioned Spotify before. Other yeah. platforms are available, obviously. Yeah. Um, but there are different ways that you can host those playlists in order to be able to get them to. Um, so if you're working with a musician, for example, they may yeah. have a PA system that's going to go going to go in in the day. Yeah. Which can just be connected to. Absolutely. Yeah. An iPad or an iPhone. Exactly. Yeah. The that only is the most thing for me. Yeah that I worry about with that is, what happens if somebody phones? Oh, yeah, can well... You, can you, you block that? You've got... Yeah, so there is iPad settings where you can basically... It's a bit like putting it on airplane mode, you know, okay. um, but there is things you can do in the settings that can just prevent it. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. Great Auntie Mabel. Yeah, the, there's How's a FaceTime the comes going? in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, it could it could happen. That's that's for sure. So yeah, you've just got to make sure. Like any advice for people, where if, if is it, that that is such a common thing because even though I'm there sometimes all day and all night, if I'm um, there as a pianist in the day and then I've got my band options at night and things, there's still generally one part of the day which I might not do. Mm-hmm. G- generally, because one of the packages I offer is myself for two parts of the day and then the band and the DJ option for the evening and I obviously have to give myself some kind of a break throughout the day and that would be one of the parts so let's say for example I've done the ceremony and the drinks reception Mm -hmm. well then the wedding breakfast would be the point where it is just recorded music in the background or they might book somebody else entirely for that portion of Mm -hmm. course if they if they don't want a break in any live music but um 
I would just say, once you've got it all on your iPad, there's a couple of things that you need to do. Obviously, put put it on airplane mode and, and mm-hmm. make sure that there, there can't be any calls coming in and things. Also, prevent it from locking mm-hmm. and maybe just for the day set your passcode to one two three four and the, yeah really yeah. really good idea the reason for doing that is because you don't want to have to fiddle with it and most of the time you've given that ipad to the venue mm-hmm. so the venue will just take care of it and press play but the amount of times i've seen where you know the venue that the music stopped and then something's happened or whatnot during the meal and it's generally because the venue the, the iPad's kind of timed out and they can't get back in because they've mm-hmm. not been told the passcode. Yeah. So, I mean, especially if you're having recorded music for your ceremony, mm-hmm. definitely make sure that that, is, uh, that stuff is done because mm-hmm. you can't afford for, um, you know, the registrar to say, can everybody please stand to receive the bride? And at that point, there's there's a staff member at the back of the room gone white because they can't get, <laughs> get they can't get onto the iPad anymore and it, and honestly mm. that that stuff can happen so you've just got to be careful about fortunately it. you don't come with a passcode so they're still exactly, they're still yeah. best to book you for that uh, walk well, down exactly. the aisle aren't there's they? always there's yeah that, that's it if, we, if we're talking ceremonies yeah I'd, I'd always say having a live musician there is going to be better because you've also got things like who knows exactly how long it's going to take for all the bridesmaids to come down. So I I remember I did one, it would have been one of the ones I did last week, and they had a a couple of kids coming down the aisle, but one must have been two at, at the most, and... Of course, every, you know, they, they got more attention than the bride. You know, they were all mm-hmm. dressed up. and But they took a long time to come down. It was a tiny step, then a tiny step. So... Be, it can be, be overwhelming for them. Yeah, of course. Um, and, and they were enjoying it and, every, you know, but that took that long that, of course, if you had a recorded piece of music, you could literally be in danger of it running out um, if it was a, th- a three-minute song or a two-minute two song. So... By the time the bride actually came in, I'd probably been playing for two minutes already. Mm-hmm. But what I was doing is holding back on the main chorus, so I was looping parts of the verse. And that's the beauty of having a live musician to do that, is that it's completely flexible. They can stretch that song out as long as it needs to be stretched out, and they can bring it to a nice conclusion when you arrive at the front, mm-hmm. rather than the recorded. I'm not trying to put people off having recorded music by any means, because sometimes they just want the sound of that original song that means so much, and they want mm-hmm. to hear that singer sing it. So I completely get it. Um, it's just, yeah, bear in mind that, that those things can happen, you know, so just... Um, be aware that if the song's three minutes, make sure you tell your bridesmaids not to milk it too much and, yeah. and like it. get a move on. <laughs> you know. So, so tell me again how people can get in contact with you. So where can they where can they get hold of you? Well, first of all, the website's a good a good way always. It's just craigelliot.co.uk. Can you spell that um, for me? Because Elliot is It is, it's it's C R A I G for Craig E double L I O T. So craigelliot.co.uk. So it's a single T at the end, it is, isn't it? It is. And then Instagram, of course, and Facebook. Um, the Instagram handle is just at Craig Elliot UK. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, if you, if, you, if you just type me into Google, in theory, I should just come up right at the top. So there you go. Um, it's, I'm easy to find. Um, and there's and plenty what, what's of your, what's your catchment area? So where do you cover? So, I mean... I've been as far as Tokyo. But, wow. Um, <laughs> but, um, and yeah, played in Lake Garda and all kinds of places. So I, I will 
I will so you're travel. worldwide yeah. of course yeah but the the vast so when I send my brochure out via email that's that's kind of how it how it works very environmentally friendly no paper mm-hmm. brochures here um I will send out my I love that, PDF. By the way. Well, that, it's, that's really important. Sustainability is so important. I think so. So, it, and there's no need to to kind of have all these printouts. It, it's it's as easy as you open. And most people use their phones, as you know nowadays. Mm-hmm. So it's literally a case of the PDF brochure comes through on your email. You click it, it pops up on your phone, and you all the prices are there, all the mm-hmm. options. Um, so that brochure covers what I call just the northwest region. I don't say I will only go 50 miles and whatnot it's it's just a general kind of area and if it's a bit further I'll have a a quick chat beforehand and say look there might be a a 30 pound surcharge just because York is further than you know than I I would normally go or whatnot you get quite booked up don't you I do yeah um August is always a very busy time, as as we all mm-hmm. know. Um, but um, yeah, I, I do get booked up. So, and I would say this to, I always say this to people at wedding fairs and things. If you find a supplier you like, just go ahead and book them. Mm-hmm. Whether that's cake, stationery, musician, just go for it because it can change in a day. Like mm-hmm. I can literally open my inbox some days. And that was like this week was one of those weeks, partly to do with the fact we'd done the wedding fair with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but and and just you just find that some weeks I, I must have taken five bookings this week already. Um, and it just happened. So I would say to people, yeah, don't delay if you find somebody that you like, because there's there's no point in delaying. And mm-hmm. most people will just take a reasonable deposit and like I think yeah. entertainment is one of those things that that, that really does apply to. Because yeah. entertainment is such a personal thing. Isn't yeah, it? it is. Yeah, it's about your chemistry with who is yeah. going to be part of that yeah. particular moment in your life. Because yeah. because it's a sensual thing. When I say sensual, I don't mean sensual as in <laughs> I mean sensual as in it affects your senses. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> it's such a personal decision to to work with a musician. To share that moment, yeah, because that song will forever be associated in your head from that moment forward, yeah, with that particular that particular time. Do you ever do moment. any recordings for people so that they? Oh can yeah, listen to so it so most of the time people are. I find most people are kind of they're, they're quite happy to you know to lean on my experience and would say, do you think this would work for a ceremony song? And I'll say, absolutely, yeah, this one would work great. But um, what I will do always, if people ask for it, I'll do a recording in the studio mm-hmm. that we're sat in right now, and I'll just send them a snippet of how it might sound. And most of the time, they they come back and they're overwhelmed because they for the first time they've heard what it's going to sound like. It transports to, you to, music, to walk it? down the aisle. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So um, yes, absolutely. I'll always do a recording so that because yeah, you've got to be sure that that song is going to work um, on the piano. Um, but but at the end of the day, yeah, pretty much anything will work on the piano. Um, there's very little. Like I did, I did a wedding last week where we ha- I had to create a version of. Out of Space by The Prodigy. Cool. So that's not a, it's not a piano <laughs> song, I can tell you that, but I, I still made it work. Um, so yeah, exactly. But they, I did send them a recording because I said, look, like, you know, this is not going to sound exactly like the record because the record is all drums, bass, synthesizers, production. So I said, 
but sent it over and they came back and said we love it that that's the one so that's what they walked back out to that's yeah. what I love about music yeah exactly it's so, so malleable isn't it it is it is it's in yeah. the ear of the beholder yes exactly um, so yeah. So thank you so very much, as as always, not mm. just for being our gorgeous producer, but actually for coming on and chatting to us and giving us those tips for for our lovely couples out there who are thinking about how to how to manage their big day. We'll be back same time next week, folks, where we'll have more industry experts coming in to talk to you. But for now, that's Craig and I out for the day. <laughs>